Hi guys, welcome back to Channel Monday, the podcast with your host, Chrissy Milan. Welcome to your number one place for all things living intentionally. How are you guys doing? I am good. I'm really good. I'm really just trying to, honestly, just trying to figure stuff out. I feel like I'm in a place where I'm constantly juggling, rejuggling, finding something that works and having to refine something that works. And that's meant some inconsistency on the podcast. And I'm sorry for that. I am really trying. <laughs> like, I'm honestly trying. And I, I feel like I have a good feeling this, that was my last stint. And now I'm, I've finally worked it out. So bear with me. Um, and in the meantime, I'm going to try my best to still give you what I give you to make the best episodes possible. But yeah, hope you guys are well. Um, before we get into the episode, don't forget to follow us at Channel Monday if you want to learn more or at Chris Milan. And if you really, really like the episodes or any episodes before this, please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts because I think that's where it counts. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about mindsets that are holding us back because we would like to think that you know if it was up to us everything would go perfectly but the truth of the matter is we are probably our biggest obstacles and i'm gonna be really mad if i find out that the only thing that's been holding me back to where i want to be has been myself and now that i say it out loud it probably is the case that i'm the reason why i'm not exactly where i want to be um and i think we all know exactly what's holding us back but we don't really do anything about it we just kind of you know wait for it to stop or just be like oh yeah but that's just me however I think we all have places to be and if we want to get there we're gonna have to start doing the eternal work to stop the negative talk to stop the self-sabotage and to just stop getting in our own way because again places to be so I have a few things to call you out and myself to also call myself out um of the type of mindsets that are holding us back and what we can do to overcome them or just recognize them because recognizing them is going to do more for you so number one put your hands up if this is you you blame everything else on something or someone else around you okay now i see this one a lot and i'm proud to say i don't have this one but i think that in unprecedented, actually, no, I take that back. I do do this sometimes. In unprecedented times, we want to think that, you know, if everything else was perfect, then we could do what we wanted to do. If the lighting was perfect, if the weather was perfect, if our hair looked better, if we weren't feeling that way that day, if we had something to eat, if that person was around, or if that person didn't do this, or all these things didn't happen, then you'd be exactly where you needed to be. And I think it's very dangerous to put the to put our goals and our intentions or the plans that we have in if we give that power to someone else because essentially that's what what you're saying is that you have no control and that is a very volatile place to be because imagine i just like throw something out into the air and then says okay whatever happens to it that's its problem like if you're trying to foolproof your plan or just trying to foolproof exactly what you want you have to stop deciding that everyone else is the problem. And I think we do it a lot to deflect because we don't want to actually look in the mirror ourselves and decide and realize that whatever the issue is, it's, it's actually us that was the problem. Like, oh, if only, if only the lighting was better than I'd film today. And no, if I really wanted to, I could make it happen. Oh, if only the, like, the internet was faster, I could have put, no, if you really wanted to, you could have. 
and I think once we get out of the habit of looking at everything else around us as the problem we can start to see the solutions within ourselves because yes problems will always arise and we can't control absolutely everything but if we adopt the mindset that okay this has happened what can i do to still make this work then you put yourself in a position to have a higher success rate than if you just like ah well couldn't do it that thing over there happened ah well couldn't do it that thing over there happened and it's a very dangerous place to be to blame everything else because that then means we have no control over what happens to us we're just reacting to it and we want to be the type of person where okay this has happened i'm still going to make it work though that's the type of mindset you want to adopt in order to get to where you want to be because adversity is guaranteed obstacles are guaranteed and if you are broken down by every single one then you won't get very far so my friend stop blaming things on everything slash everyone else and start realizing that the only solution here is you like yes anything can happen but the solution is you the solution is always you because you're the only one that you can control i said what i had to say okay um the second mindset so this isn't like a specific thought process but your ego your ego is wilding out your ego is bruised your ego is hurt your ego is too big pride kicks in you're too stubborn all these things happen and it's just like why one of my favorite books is ego is the enemy by ryan holiday and i think it's one that everyone should read because it really taught me that oftentimes our the ego can go completely uncontrolled it can completely conflate itself to the point where you don't even like you're so reactive to things and it's not necessarily coming from a place of purity it's more so from a place of ah your ego so it's easy for our ego to bruise, for someone to say something that might hurt us, or for someone to do something that makes us that makes our pride hurt, or for something to happen that makes us want to be stubborn and prove someone right or prove someone wrong. Um, but the truth of the matter is that it's only getting in the way of you chasing your dreams with reckless abandon. Regardless of the praise you get, regardless of the rejection that you get, you have to pick yourself back up. And the thing is, once our ego gets in the middle of that, we start to one take everything personally whether that be at work like say you didn't do something well and then your manager or someone says oh um could you do it like this instead or could you try this way or this doesn't work could you do something else then if we're coming from a place of ego we see that as a personal attack on us but if you're coming from a place of trying to learn and grow you think okay here's how i can learn from this situation but if you come from a place of ego then that can cause a lot of conflict um, in that situation and further down the line it can really hold you back as opposed to just thinking okay how can I grow from this if your ego comes in then it's a situation where like say for example so you make a YouTube video and someone leaves a negative comment that negative comment can completely tear you down you might clap back and say something really horrible or you might decide okay I'm never gonna make that type of video again or it can affect your self-confidence just because you're coming from a place of pain and being hurt as opposed to trying to learn or solve something or not seeing or understanding that not everything is an attack on you will take you much further than you know just constantly holding everything close to your heart um and then on the flip side of that if for example i think this is more the case where it came in for me where if you're doing really 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 well and then suddenly something happens and you're not doing so well anymore then your ego can bring you to a place of wanting to run and hide and not try again because I failed and everyone's laughing at me and 
you know, I don't want to be in that position again and everyone's looking where I need to be better than I was last time because, you know, everyone's watching. That's your ego talking because in reality, who cares? Like, who cares if you did something really well and then it doesn't work out? Or who cares if you did something really well and the next thing that you try doesn't work? That's your ego basically trying to keep you from getting where you need to be because if you're con consistently getting praise and it's blowing your ego up and then suddenly not getting as much praise anymore, then you feel hurt, you feel attacked, you feel like maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing and you start to read into it more than it needs to be read into when really it's just your ego being your ego when you just need to focus on getting what needs to be done done, trying as hard as you can as opposed to wondering how it might look to everyone and taking things personally. So that's my second point, your ego's wilding, check her. <sighs> Mindsets that are holding you back, point three. You put your right now feelings in front of your goals. And I am so, 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 so guilty of doing this. I think that when you feel a certain type of way, that comes first. Like right now, this is feeling, oh, my forehead looks so big right now, wow. That feeling is all that matters. And you know, you wanna just sit in your feelings and just be in a funk. But the thing is, if I, I think now I'm like in a better place, but I feel like if I worked according to how I was feeling, I'd never get anything done. Cause half the time I'm sad or I'm irritated or <laughs> I'm just not feeling completely optimistic. And I think that can definitely take a toll on how much progress you actually make. Because this morning before I recorded this podcast, I was not feeling it, but because I knew I had a plan in place already, I just said, okay, regardless of what I'm feeling, these are the steps I need to take. I need to get dressed, I need to set on my mic, I need to set on my camera, I need to look at my script, I need to start recording. And this is why planning is so important because then the way you can combat this is instead of like thinking about how I'm feeling disrupting everything, you're literally just working according to the plan. So it's like walking down the road, like you're in a bad mood, but you know you have to walk to Sainsbury's. When you know the route to Sainsbury's, you just function in autopilot. And sometimes it takes having to function in autopilot to realize that it's gonna be fine. Um, I think that, yeah, working according to our feelings puts us in a very dangerous place and we have to pretty much just like put it to the side sometimes. Like. I know we're in a time where mental health is very important and you know our well-being does come first and that's like to a more serious degree but at some points we have to realize that we are our feelings are like one of my friends said this to me like our feelings are like imagine a blue sky and our feelings are like clouds the clouds will pass sometimes 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 the things that you're feeling sometimes the things that you're feeling is literally just a passing feeling and if there's no need to act on it or play on it, I can be sad and still operate. So I can be like, ah, oh, I don't feel so great today, but here's what I know I need to do and still go ahead with it. And sometimes just by doing the things I need to do, I feel better about myself. I'm just like, oh, like I still managed to get everything done, even though I wasn't feeling up to it. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's fine to acknowledge your feelings um, and work through them. Like, just to just separate those two things and know that even though I'm feeling like this, these are the things I have to get through today. And I'm just gonna get through them with that feeling there and just work through it. I hope that doesn't, cause I'm really trying not to diminish feelings cause I understand we're in a time where, you know, feelings are important. 
like mental health is important but i think that there has to be a level of if we're trying to get somewhere and we're consistently depending on our feelings to bring us there we won't get very far because half the time we won't feel so great like you're not going to feel motivated and happy and optimistic most of the time you probably feel like that 20 percent of the time and that's not enough to get you to where you need to be i hope that wasn't a big waffle but that's basically all i'm trying to explain if you don't feel great still try to work through it because you might feel fine after obviously if there's a bigger problem there then professional help will do much better than i can offer so now on to imposter syndrome i feel like before most of us enter a room or if we've been given an opportunity we tend to shoot ourselves down before we've even before we've even given ourselves a chance to explore it and yes it comes from a place of like lacking self that like having self-doubt lacking self-belief and i just think it's natural now that everyone just feels like a massive imposter where they just feel like they're not supposed to be where they are if they've done something well or they don't feel like they belong in a certain room or etc etc all of those and i think even though it's something that we all relate to and we all talk about openly the more we let that type of mindset sit within us we end up shooting ourselves in the foot before we've even given ourselves a chance to do something because essentially if you've entered a room and you don't feel like you belong there the way you act begins to change how you speak begins to change the way you carry yourself changes how well you interact with other people change and just that alone that entire process will be completely dependent on how you feel it'll be completely dependent on how much you feel you should be in that room and i think that we have to instead of just being like oh yeah it's natural everyone feels like that we have to train ourselves out of it because you don't want to be put in a position where you've been given an amazing opportunity because of the work that you've already done and because of your own self-doubt and your own um, lack of self-belief you you basically complete a self-fulfilling a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you don't feel like you should be there and you start acting like you shouldn't be there then everyone starts feeling like mm, maybe we made a mistake and then you're like aha so you guys don't think i belong here but really it's because you already went into it with the mindset that you don't belong here so you started giving off that type of energy and i think another way to combat imposter syndrome i found anyways is to back it up with evidence i think that we often want to say that yeah like i don't really i haven't done that much or i haven't you know achieved that much or i haven't I don't deserve to be here but if you look at all the things that you've done previously and look at all the things that you've made possible or all the things that you've overcome the evidence proves that you absolutely should be there and when you have something like that to back it up then that can combat the imposter syndrome that you're feeling so just do your research on yourself mm, the next mindset that is holding you back calling you out again you think everything is centered around you and i think they call it main character syndrome nowadays but i've seen this with people where they genuinely feel like everything has to do with them everyone's mood has to do with them everyone's attitude has to do with them if someone tells them that they for example if you're at work and someone tells you that they didn't like how you did something you have to fix it you then take it similar to what i was saying about ego you take it as a personal attack you think it's about you if someone didn't say hi to you correctly or maybe something didn't happen for you or maybe something happened for someone else before it happened for you you think everything is to do with you and you center it around yourself and everyone's watching you and everyone's laughing at you blah 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 and having that type of mindset can really put you in a bubble because essentially i think the best advice you could have when trying to carry something out or when trying to live your life or whatever it may be is to realize that no one cares 
like no one cares about you no one cares what you're doing no one cares if you fail and once you relieve yourself of that pressure of feeling like everyone's watching you then you can actually focus on doing what needs to be done to get to the next stage or doing what needs to be done to get to where you want to be but constantly centering yourself around things just conflates things more than they need to be and it's like an embarrassing situation right if you walk down the street and it's a busy street and you trip up and maybe people see maybe people didn't but if you've convinced yourself that everyone saw and everyone walking past was laughing at you then that's going to be a much more distressing situation than to realize that do you know what people probably just go on with their day they forgot about it within the next 20 minutes they don't even know who you are then you just get over it and you can move on with your day a lot more smoothly now this one doesn't necessarily it has its pros and cons because once you realize once you start to think that not everything's sent around you and you kind of detach yourself from anything then I think sometimes it can play with your level of self-awareness but I think it's still important to realize that not everything revolves around you and that you can carry out your day and fail at things and try at things and no one's watching no one's laughing no one really cares that much and you can just go about your life in peace and stop stop waiting for everything else around you to validate you or to make you feel like you should do this or you shouldn't do that because at the end of the day the only thing that matters in the situation is you and what you're trying to get done nothing else should matter another mindset that's holding you back you think you're running out of time guys i promise you life is the longest thing you'll ever live and i haven't lived that much of it yet but this is literally the longest thing you have you have the you have the most amount of time in the world and i feel like so many people they get to a certain age even really young like 22 23 like oh i'm too old to do that now i'm too old to try i'm just like what the hell how could you the thing is if you say that now then in seven years you're still going to be too old you might as well do it now than in seven years be where you want to be and i think that because right now we see so many success stories of people who are 16 17 with their like billion dollar lifestyles we feel like we've missed our window but there's no window to miss like there's there's no there's <laughs> there's no window at all you're completely in your own perception of time there's no window to be missed there's no time that's running out and the thing is you say you don't want to do it now because time's already passed but if you give it another six years then time's definitely already passed i remember when i started my youtube channel which was like year 11 20 what year was it that was like 10 years ago and when i did that it was everyone was like oh yeah it's too late to start a youtube channel now everyone already has one imagine i had listened to something like that or just thought oh yeah i've passed my window like that's over now we're still here people are still starting new things today and still doing very very well at it and people are getting older and achieving more things and to think that your prime time or the most you can offer is up to 25 is like the most bizarre thing ever to think that everything that you everything good that you have to offer has to be done before you're 25 like what what so i think that it's so easy to think that because essentially things are moving incredibly fast and you know everyone just feels like they're younger and more successful and much smarter or whatever it is and once you get rid of the concept that you're running out of time you no longer do things out of desperation because there's not a fear there that you're running out of time you're doing things as and when they feel right to you as and when you you feel prepared to do them and as and when it makes sense to do them as opposed to rushing it thinking oh, i'm running out of time i need to be successful in the next 24 hours otherwise my life's going to implode on itself when it's like 
there's literally nothing happening that your perception of time is your very own the, your perception of time is your own and the only thing holding you back from what you're trying to do isn't time it's just you and your perception of how much time you think you have left um so slow down you're not running out of time nothing is going anywhere ever and it's not too late to do anything ever ever and my final point on the mindsets that are holding you back is that you overthink absolutely everything i think that you know we can all relate to this to some degree but i admire people who say they're going to do something and within the next few weeks it's done and i think when you do something in that span of time it's because you didn't give yourself time to overthink it i've realized that the things that I work on that finish quickly and smoothly are the things that I didn't give myself to think. I didn't give myself enough time to think, oh, is this the right thing to be doing? Am I qualified to do this? Should I be doing this? It's the things where I've just been like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get it done, and then it's done. Once you give yourself time to just overthink and think, oh, maybe it's not right, maybe it is right, maybe I should get this person's opinion, maybe I should get that person's opinion, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. All that overthinking delays you, and that can delay you for so, so long. Because as I said in the beginning, there's things, that you've probably wanted to do and you've been putting it off for a year and then you start doing it. But in that space of a year, you didn't get smarter, you didn't get more qualified, you didn't gain more experience, you just felt differently. And that's what overthinking does. It just prolongs things for absolutely no reason at all. Like literally no reason at all. So just stop overthinking. Anytime you find yourself doing that, just you know, cut the thought short and think about something else. I just feel like, we look into things too deeply sometimes when you'd probably gain more from it by just getting it done. Um, if one of those are you, then you have some internal work to do. Uh, I can see a few that are me and I'll be doing that internal work. But I hope this episode was helpful. I hope there was something in there that made you realize something and I'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Channel Monday. Don't forget to follow myself at Chris Milan. And if you really, really enjoyed it, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Bye, guys.